Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, welcome. Welcome to Yoga Burn. This is Carmen. And Moises. And today we're going to talk about um, traveling and yoga, or the yogi traveler. The traveler yogi. <laughs> and uh, because people always ask, you know, what it's like to travel and, uh, you know, what, what, what's, your, what's my routine, what, what, what we do, and also how to, you know, how to become, you know, like a traveling yogi and just teach workshops in different places, perhaps nationally or internationally or, or something, you know, things like that. So I think this is a great topic to talk about. Do you want to start? Or? Yes, we should start with um, <laughs> how many things I have to put in the luggage that have been growing as you travel and you have problems. So right now I have to get a, a pillow. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. pillow. I have for, to for, get... For, for my cervicals. Exactly, for, for the my, cervicals. For my cervicals, yes. I have to get a little white block of things for the neck yeah. to release from the plane or another bed. To, re to readjust to the, re the, the cervicals too. The cerv cervicals so two fine. things for the cervical yeah. Yeah. in the luggage so far. <laughs> I have to take my own towels for the face because detergents from other people are not good. That happened once. Exactly. We were in Japan and I, I got a huge rush on exactly. my face. Exactly. I, I looked and since like then, a freaking tomato. We take towels. No, but just, just a couple of face towels. Exactly. Just, exactly. just like exactly. you know, exactly. nothing. Exactly. Um, I take a, a blanket of nails, <laughs> basically, right? It's, it's how, do you, how, do you, how do you explain whatever the heck that is? Uh, I'm not sure what's the name of it, the technical name of it. Oh, like an acupressure I, thing. Like acupressure. So imagine yeah. a... a it's like know, one of the spi spiky, spiky mats. It's like a mat? Yeah, like a mat, like a mat with the ones that you like uh, rub your, your, the sole yeah, of yeah, your yeah. The sh the shoes when you walk into the house, right? Like a 30 <laughs> inch long that has round thingies, plastic thingies with spikes and you lay on top of it. Yeah. That thing goes into the luggage. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because yeah. that releases a lot of tension. A lot, a lot of tension. It's, it's yes, fantastic. Yes. I cannot exactly. speak, you know, uh, cups, highly, cupping. You know. Yeah, Cups, so, so, the traveling ones. Yeah, because we had the traveling ones and the non-traveling ones. Yeah, okay. Yeah, good. What else? Um, That's because we we take our health seriously. Yes, yes, yes. You know, How many machines do we have to carry this time? Like, just just, just one, just one, the one, one like one mini, mini, one of those mini Theraguns, but really okay. mini, mini ones. The mini so one too. it just, it just help, helps helps a lot. And, and that's it. That's it. That's I mean, it. it. Just but yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I mean, it depends on how long you're on the road. Then you're gonna have to take things with you that. You know that you usually use to take care of yes. yourself, right? Because I mean, you're using your body, and you're, you know, you're teaching classes. You're it's very demanding physically. So that's I know, I know. You have to endure all that, and you're and you're the kind of person we we have to say that you're the kind of person that could travel with a backpack, you know, for six weeks, and you just have like a mini backpack. But and, I think that is like and, guys in general, like we just take I, I just can't do that. I can't. I can't. I cannot do that. I can. I cannot do that. So besides the, the whole luggage thing, which is, you know, it's a whole thing in itself. It also depends, I think, if we're going, like, traveling nationally or internationally. Because I, I think nationally, it's, I mean, within the U.S., is we have it more figured out. We have, like, the, this routine. Uh, and internationally, it just depends on, on each country, you know, what, what they do. Uh, it's just, it's, it's, every, every place is a little bit different. I think there is a huge, um, 
I don't know, I think misconception of how amazing that life is versus how much work that is, which is very fun. And it is, you know, it, you get to see people that perhaps you don't, uh, there's some people that I see only when I, when I go to those places, right? Um, and it's, it's really nice to, to, to continue to have friends and friendships all over the, the world, literally. But it's a very steep price sometimes, you know, it just, and it's really hard on your body and it's but there's like a two things it's like a romantic idea like I'm gonna go see the world right mm -hmm. yeah and that goes against the numbers because you have to do math to see if it's worth it taking a plane all the way there paying the hotel for the hotel how many days are you not working that you're paying for hotels and, and eating and taxis and whatever like transportation and stuff like that right so how many days do you really have of tourism when you have to go from city to city and the traveling day is not a resting day it's like a working day almost like the body is like yeah i need to rest after that so there's like a romanticism to it which is very nice i mean and uh, i mean you, 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 you can you can stay and, uh, you can stay with friends right like true. you can some people can host you true and you can stay with friends so that's or or the i don't know the owner of a studio for instance or mm -hmm. some situation that you have free lodging for for instance right and mm -hmm. and true. And that, that, that also happens. You but know. funny enough, that happens 99% of the times in the U.S. where the traveling is less expensive. Every time we go, like, the further away we go, the less that happens. In Europe, it's not happening. In Asia, it's not happening. South America is not happening. It's only really happening mostly in, in the U.S. Which yeah. is, right? So, <laughs> so again, the, the numbers, the numbers. And then this other thing, like, there's, like, a, a reputation or image associated with you are a more important kind of teacher if you're traveling teacher I think mm -hmm. which I th honestly think it's a little bit true because it comes down to you have uh, this is business pure business you have a value proposition that it's interesting enough for somebody in a remote city that they want you when they could get all the other teachers they have in that town Right. So the because one of the main questions and we would because we can jump subjects, but one of the main questions is like, how can I do that? And uh, there are many considerations and you can talk about their schedule and how to start. Stuff, but from the business, pure business point of view, you as a yoga teacher need to offer something to the world that can compete with an entire city. Basically. Right. So you have to give them something, offer them something that they cannot find, whatever that is. I mean, whatever that is. Because, I mean, there's many flavors of traveling teachers, many ways of doing it, and each one offers you that one thing. I think that you, want, you need to find it. You, you need to find need to. your niche or whatever, whatever you're, you're passionate about and just really, you know... You really get good at it. Yeah, get, get it good at it. It doesn't matter what it is. Market, put yourself out there and just, you know, really keep, keep at it, keep at it, keep at it. Because... Um, there is also this misconception like you're, you know, you have followers on social media or something and you're going to have like so many offers all over the place and maybe they will invite you once. It's true. It's true that they might offer you, okay, you can teach one workshop and in some places you even, you even have to prove yourself like I'm going to give you just one workshop. I mean one workshop of two, of two hours, not a whole weekend or something. It's just come for one work. Is it, is it worth it for you, you know, financially? But let's say that they, they, uh, they welcome you to teach a whole week in there. 
if the that weekend people are not happy with how it goes and it doesn't sell you know, well, it doesn't sell well, or you know, it just they just not, you know, it just it's it's not a good outcome of a, of a workshop. They won't invite you again, you know, and and it's so at the end of the day, it's very much the work that you put into it, what is gonna really sell or or not or not or not sell, you know, or not sell itself. Um, so. And yeah, I, I agree 100% with, with what you're saying, that that's this romantic idea of, you know, associated with, with it's, traveling. It's a bit more work than it seems. Yeah. And then by the end of so many, you really work on your bed. Like sleeping in your own bed, eating your own food, and having your own things, like your house, yeah. like your I stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's just your... your, your, your as, as much as you like, and I really like to, I really enjoy traveling, etc. but it, it really is. And the more the remote, you know, the further you travel, the, the more you end up missing it at, at the end of the day. And, and when you started traveling, you were just so eager. You're like, oh my God, I love it. It's so great. I love it. And as days or weeks go by, then you start to miss your home and you miss your things and you miss, you know, your routine and you miss, you know, all, all that. So it's just because it's, it's just nonstop. You're always going nonstop. Um, like if you're being hosted with somebody, then you have to be even more on because you you're never really off. You you, you, you never really re- dis- disconnect re- and yeah, much. Go to your room and go, go to your door. room. Yes, go to the room. It's like okay, goodbye. I'm going to my room, and uh, and that's it. Um, but that's one of the good things about going into an Airbnb or a hotel or something is that once you're done with teaching, then you can really rest. Because I mean, it depends. I mean, for me, I don't. I don't know what is for for other yogis and yoginis out there. But for me, I I put a lot of effort in my classes. I put a lot of energy in them. So I'm usually if I teach two workshops or sometimes even three in one day because we do like adjustments or something or sequencing or whatever. Um, besides the, the the yoga class, I'm pretty wiped out. Wiped out at the end. So I'm pretty tired. I just cannot do do anything else. And it's like you were saying, the days traveling day. Like when you arrive on a plane, whether it's a short plane, long plane, whatever, it's work. So I don't have time to sightsee or do or do anything. The days that I teach, I don't have time, you know, for anything else. Only the days that I am in that city, and I'm not either teaching or traveling. I'm just staying local that day. That is the only day that I can actually do something like sightsee a little bit or go to the beach or just do something you know something unique uh, some experience that, that that city or that place has to offer something like that and let's not even mention how to squeeze your practice Ooh. in because that is a whole other chapter that you know very well because it's just it's really 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 hard i mean depends on how long your practice is and how often you practice. But if you practice almost every day, you do like an hour and a half or two hours. I do usually more more than that. So it's even more difficult. So then it's like, uh, it's you are there for work. You know, you're traveling for work. You're not traveling for a vacation. And because most people, when they travel, they go on vacation. They travel when they go on vacation. They assume that traveling is that fun. But you have been a consultant and you have been, you know, working in, flying Monday through Friday for so many years, right? And then you Mm go to some city and then you come back. So it's different. Like for you, vacation is staying at home 
because <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's like, oh, this is so great being home. Finally, I'm, I I, I'm resting. I don't have to get on a plane, right? And this is it's a little bit backwards. And even though I, it's fantastic to go see those people, you know, and those friends and studio owners and students all over the world, etc., uh, it is still a lot of, a lot of work. Right? You get on a plane and you travel and, and it's, you are working. You are not vacationing. Or you're inserting a couple of days of vacation within like a four-week, five-week period of, of, of working. So that, yeah. that's what it is. Or, or you insert, I don't know, four days. Let's just say four days, five days out of those four weeks or something. That is how it looks. It, 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 and it, it has to be, and again, I, it's the numbers because I'm the one that organizes the planes, the hotels, the rides, the schedule. I do all the organization. I do the numbers. I negotiate with the studios that I go to. So you have to really watch how much money you're getting from the place you're going to, how much much how much money you're spending, right? And and stuff like that. Everything plays into it. And how it has to also be somehow enjoyable for us and for them, right? Of course. So if you're staying with someone, it has to be a workable arrangement i mean some usually people have like a house that can lend you a little piece with a, this is the room this is the your bathroom your bedroom your if when you go to places like that it's fantastic i mean it's like it's very organized but you need something like that because we've been in arrangements in the beginning especially because in the beginning you don't know in the beginning you go and you try whatever and you say yes to everything because you have to try right yeah and uh, if you have to say yes to anything go close to home first of all i mean do don't go to Korea day one, because in Korea, Uber doesn't work, Google Maps doesn't work, your credit card doesn't work, you know? Right. So yeah. don't, don't do that to yourself. Right. The first day, you go in your own national place, whatever, you can take a train, you can take a small plane, you can take a car ride. You can, you can, you take, can drive. You can yeah. drive, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And go teach your workshop, start developing that solution, right? That message, that offering that you're creating. And trying to, because in the beginning, I used to, we used to have these classes online that, do you remember that in the studio we had like, like 20 oh, classes? Yeah. Back when, back, back when, when, back when, back when, right? So I used to find studios because they, they, they invited us, that is how we started. Somebody came and invited us and gave us the idea. And when we decided, okay, let's go do this, I would research. I go research in different cities. Out of the cities, I would research which of these studios has a mindset that is closest to ours. That's what I used to do, right? Mm-hmm. And then I would send an email. Hello, this is Moises, see Yoga Live, Carmen Aguilar, and uh, we are. We would like to see if you're interested in hosting us for some workshops, blah, blah, blah. These are the classes we teach, and I would send them like a, a, like a sample, like an offer, one of those, it was in, uh, online, like a video or something. Here's something, and here is like a little booklet Right? I remember that you created that little booklet with workshops like these are the things we offer, yoga classes, adjustment classes, this class, da, da, da. So the, you send them like a proposal. It's like a business proposal, right? And you, it's like a, literally a business proposal for a yoga workshop. And you go in and say, this is what I'm offering. This is the value you're going to get. This is what, the, what I'm good at and stuff. These are the numbers that actually would work. This is the percentage that we split. This is blah, 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 blah. Are you interested or not? And... I got many people that did not respond. Many, 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 many. And then some that did, right? And then afterwards, as we travel more, after a year and a half, two years, then people started inviting us 
and I, I didn't have to send those emails anymore. Right. But I, that's how I began. I think that is how we all begin, right? You create something that you think has value that you can actually go and sell or propose or, or do something somewhere else, and you start sending emails out. Sales. Uh, even I, I have to say that mm, that happened pretty quickly. Like when we were, you know, you were sending those emails, but also, and <clears throat> people would also uh, invite us, and you know. But uh, in the beginning, it was like fifty-fifty most. And exactly fifty-fifty. Mm, but it's just so much better, so much better when they reach out to you, right? Yeah. Or when you teach a workshop, you you insist, uh, I mean, or you propose the first time, and then the second time they want you back. Yeah, so it's, much it's, it's just, it's going to be so much better because the people there are just have much more interest in in you, um, in making it work, in, in you specifically as a, as a person. Um, and I think the relationship is, is very different than just, you know, I'm just like another yogi here that... Is is offering and want to teach workshops or something, um, but yeah, it's it's. Uh, I I don't I don't think people realize how many numbers are involved in that because it's true. Every day that you're out of your house, um, you're spending money, and if you're not teaching, then okay, of of course you can take a vacation. Of course you can, you know, you're you need to rest. Kind of, also, you need to rest you need between to rest, one, one course, week and the other. And you're like, oh, I'm all the way here. Should I not, you know, enjoy and travel to this even more remote island or something? You know, I'm I'm already in, you know, in Jakarta. So I'm gonna go to Bali because it's just so close by or, or something. Of course you can, you can do all of that, but you just have to understand that this is gonna uh, yeah, eat, mean, eat eat up from the budget that you've destined or, or the, the money that you think, the profit that you think you're going to make in this, in this trip. That's, that's, that's all. That's all. And experience I mean, says that those days that you can rest, you usually take them to rest. Because if you, if we, you usually, the way we do it is like Thursday to Sunday, those four days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. And then the next week is in a different place. Next week is in a different place. So you travel around Tuesday, more or less. So Monday and Wednesdays are like days that you spend in one city or another. 99% of the times, we don't do anything except resting. Many times, many times, yes. Many Sometimes times, it's like yes. an hour, an hour and a half, go somewhere, or you get to take a coffee or something, and then you come back and, again, you spend that day like doing it as, as comfortable for you and that you're, you can fit in your practice Right or right. So that. sometimes I have to skip. You know, I have to skip practice, and I I, I don't feel well, so I, I'd rather practice. But I think uh, not everybody does that that kind of you know. Um, not everybody has like this business proposal that okay, um, this you write to a yoga studio. I mean, people are just more casual about it. Yeah, like know? I am in this city. Can somebody host me? Anybody wants a workshop? Then you're never gonna do this. Because I've seen that too. We've seen that in, on Instagram. We, we, have, we know of people, right? That suddenly there's a story that says, I am whatever, I'm going to be next week, whatever. Uh, somebody wants to do a workshop with me or host me for a workshop. I'm going to be in that town next week. Yeah. And, and I mean, it could, it could work. I mean, meaning that it, you, maybe you'll find a venue, maybe you'll find a studio, maybe you'll find... But maybe enough people will hear about it. Maybe, maybe we'll, enough people will hear about it. But wow, I always think like, wow, if you even manage to get 
I don't know, let's say 10 people, people, 15 people. I'm always thinking, wow, you could have sold it so much more. You could have, you could have had 30, 40 people if you had that plan a little bit more and given more time to advertise it and people, people to know and organize their schedules around that. Um, and, and it's like, ah, such a missed opportunity. You have to be a good planner for these things. And all that. Yeah, it's, it's true. And also, you also have to be able to react and adapt because many times, I mean, as much as you plan, so so many times things go wrong yeah. while you're in the midst of it. You know, while you're, you're in a in a taxi <laughs> car from Singapore airport to downtown, which is the smallest ride ever. I ever. mean, Singapore yeah. Singapore's airport is so close yeah. to Singapore it's downtown. Like 15 minutes, 17 <laughs> it's minutes. just like no Nothing. US city Nothing. is is like that that close, you know. There's no place like people cannot even understand and like, somebody how close calls it is. You. And somebody calls you it's like you cannot enter your You cannot air- come here because the building doesn't allow Airbnbs anymore. And, and you're you like, go, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do now? That was very rough. That was something. Yeah, that, so that was we, very rough. You find a coffee shop, you leave uh, Carmen with lots of suitcases <laughs> yes. in a corner. Thank God. There was a little corner having this... Uh, like it, was, it was a nice place. The yeah, one with the little with this, um, this, the, this the pastries. Bu- like, like, bu- bu- and the like, drinks. Like a bu- bubble tea bubble or something. Teas, bubble, bubble teas. teas. Bubble teas. Yeah. And then across the street, there's a hotel. I mean, because you look online. Like, thank God uh, Singapore has Google Maps. Yeah. And you can read in English. I mean, that's a good thing, right? Yeah. So the adventure was there. And uh, you go to the front desk and you charm whoever is there. They show you. It was, he was very nice, actually. He showed me the, the room. There was a bathtub. Because I have to spend hours and hours and hours looking for another thing. I have to spend True. hours True. looking for either hotels or Airbnbs that have a bathtub. True. Because every day we take a bath. Yeah. Right. It's- so. On top of That's the, probably like, one of the tough, tough, tough things. I, 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 don't, I don't know how you do it. It's, it's, it's just, of, I mean, for Airbnbs, a lot of time. It's really tough. When people re- renovate uh, apartments or houses and stuff, the most modern thing to do these days is to put a shower. Right. For some so reason. it's just it's even, it's even harder to find it. But yeah, I, I don't I don't know how you do it. But yeah, it was it was that that was an adventure. So you have to be ready to just improvise also. So as as much as you can plan it, yeah. many many times things don't go according to plan. So you have to react right there in the spare of a moment. And like, okay, what do I do now? And it's it's just wow, it's it, it's rough. But one thing I, w- I want to say that it's just, it's coming back, you know, that you, I don't know what you were saying before you were saying something. And I just, this reminded me of that is that um, one thing that we never did, I, I never did when I was teaching and when I was, when I opened the studio, my studio in Chicago, uh, just because a class has two students, I'm not going to teach a worse class. Mm-hmm. Right, oh, because it's, it's there's only Barcelona. I say exactly. exactly. That's, that's what I was, exactly. was going to say. There's only okay. There's only two students in the class, and you know, and it's like it's not even worth it for me to teach, or you know, or I don't know, or, or I go someplace. And this is this happened to me, right? I, I went to Barcelona and uh, the first time, and it was was I have to say that was one of one of our first very first 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 traveling and I was going to go home to see my family anyway so it didn't matter anything just not important yeah. right but, but. <clears throat> I went to this place I had no clue about the studio nothing turned out that the girl that actually contacted me she had left that studio nobody knew that I was going 
you know, they didn't advertise it. I was like, what is this place? I it mean, was, it's it was just brutally horrible. It's it just done. like, why well, it was just very poorly planned. I, and I never, we never exchanged any emails. It's like, hey, we're going, how's it going? How are, how are the sales going? Nothing, nothing, nothing. It's just kind of like trusting blindly. Uh, just see what happens. And we went and there were only a handful of people. Five or six people, I you guess. Know, in, in average, right, in, in the classes. Maybe, you know, some classes would be a little bit less or more, but, you know, whatever. Uh, but in, in that class, there was, you know, like one person that um, she owned a studio, um, you know. In Ghana. In, in Ghana. And, and then she, she, was, she was opening her own yoga studio and it literally became a very successful, it is a very successful studio right now uh, in Barcelona. And, and so, and she was just so thrilled with the class, she was like, this is incredible. You are incredible as a teacher. This is just, and she was hugging me. I've never done a handstand in my life like this before. I've never, this is like, you know, so ground, groundbreaking. Please come, come back next year. I just, I'm gonna fill the class for you, you'll see. So you actually, ne- and, and she did, she right? Did. And, <laughs> and you actually never know. And it, this is just one example, but so many times throughout, throughout my career when I was teaching like a small class or, or something, then someone else at the end of a class would approach in a gym and say, uh, you know, I love it how you teach. Will you teach me privates? And because privates as a yoga teacher is one of the best ways to actually make money, money right? Um, and it's compared to effort ratio, you know, effort versus money. So it's just, it's, it's good money. I suppose, I mean, it, it, it would charge, I don't know how much it would charge, but 80, 100, $150, whatever for a private, um, it would take you so much work to actually make that money in a group class. So it's, it's just, you know, for an hour, ah, good, it's, it's good money. So that happened all the time to me. Just you, you get, you teach a, a class somewhere in a gym or something, and then you, you get privates right and left. Um, so it, it's no matter how many students you have in the class, no matter how poorly planned it was, no matter, that is, I always told myself, it's just never going to define my class, how I teach. It's not gonna affect my mood or no, I'm just here, thank you for showing up. I'm never going to assume that I'm gonna have 50 or 30 or 20, I don't know, how, whatever you think is a, is a high number. I'm never going to assume that I'm gonna get any of these students and I am very grateful for every single one that show up because they likely have made some kind of effort to be here. So I never take that for granted, I never do. And I think that is an amazing lesson to just bring it to heart, I don't know. I mean, to me that is just absolutely essential. You have to, you have to do that. What do you, what do you think, I, I don't know, just to kind of listen it's in no, here. It's no easy to I mean, how many, how many cities have we been to teaching, offering workshops, or trying out. So, so, so many, right? And then after those, you end up with the ones that you click. I mean, you click because, first, I mean, the th- first thing that you click with is the organizer or some kind of uh, influential person in your workshops in that town. Right. So you you find people that like you, you like them, etc., etc. because if you can connect via email or talk to them or have a phone call or something with somebody that likes you, they will do a much bigger effort to help you organize what you're doing. Right, so for sure. The, the first time you go, you don't know them, they don't know you. It's like, a, it's a bet on both sides, right? Right. So they, they have invested time and effort and money and stuff. 
will this teacher deliver or not? And you are investing money, time and effort, will this host deliver or not? It's, it's, a, it's a gamble, right? It's just like, it's gangster code, right? You, you have to develop this sixth sense to see if going to that place will work out okay or not. Mm -hmm. and, and really, we have said, I think I have walked out of maybe three, two, three deals in all our years. Like, we talked to them, and I just did not like the interaction. It was like, I have a bad feeling about this, I have a bad feeling about this. And sometimes even like, we have spoken, and uh, we were talking dates, and we we're talking details, and da, 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 and I got a bad feeling. And if I got a bad feeling, we got out, period. Because this is gangster code. This is not like a, somebody can reimburse you for something that, no, 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 no. I mean, you're investing your money, your time, your everything. And if it doesn't work out, it's you that is eating the cost. So yeah. you need to develop that sixth sense to say, should I do this or should I not? And if you know that place already, then there's no doubt. Because the, the person that you talk to, they, it's a friend now. If it's not going to work, they're going to tell you. If this is not a good year to come to blah, 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 blah. The economy is like all over the place or who knows, right? And they will tell you so you don't, you don't have that doubt. And I don't know where I was going with this. But the, like where you end up going, like you end up going with a, as a host, you, the, you click also with some of the, with the students. I mean, maybe the studio has a style that is comparable to yours. But that was the investigation I used to do, right? This style, these studios, some studios are more like a hot yoga, some are more like a vinyasa yoga, some are more, uh, I don't know what kind of kinds of there, there can be, but you want to find one that clicks or could be interesting for the niche that you're going after, the value proposition, the specialization, specialization right. that you're going after. So right. you, that takes time. It's very I mean, true. It's not, it's it's not true. like a one day to the next. You, you have to investigate a little bit, like, you know, what what kind of yoga they teach. Is that, what is what I teach is going to be something compatible to the, you know, to the, what they teach there. And, uh, you know, is, is, is it going to work out? Yeah. So, so that's, I mean, that's, that's, what, that's how I would recommend as far as the, you know, starting the traveling and, and all that goes. Start small. Um, start, starting small and, um, and just, go, just reaching out, like you were saying. Social media helps. A lot. Uh, helps a lot. Um, so, like posting, et cetera, and constantly posting and just do it frequently, not just once in a while. You have to post quite a lot. I mean, not, not just once every other week because, and then, or some people post like every day for like a month and then they, they disappear. disappear for three months. And then uh, it's just, that's just not going to work. You need to be constantly reminding people these are the workshops this is what i'm teaching or this is me practicing or this is me doing meditation or this is me uh, this studying is me the, and my specialization yeah this is me and what, my what, whatever it is my brand my thing right so yeah and then you start with a workshop that is not traveling can you convince someone to give you time to do a workshop period and then from there a longer workshop and then from there that kind of workshop that you know that works in your town can you take it to another town, to the a place like an hour away, right? right. And then slowly, little so by little, and start so going so further forth. away. Yeah. But you, it's much, much better to start small. Yeah, because you, you just have no idea of all the complications and troubles that may arise when you're, when you're traveling. The further away just... you are, the weirder things get because they are different to your culture, how the country com works compared to yours. Right. Uh, you end up like... <laughs> 
it's um it's 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 very it's very yeah and and it's, it is a gamble but it's also just also so interesting to just see how all the yogis practice right and and the what they do. The one thing I like a lot. The one one thing you like a lot. Thing, the one thing I like a lot is when you when you go travel for work because I mean you you're not traveling for for tourism right when you go tourism. You stay downtown next to the fancy things, right? Right. When you when you work, when you travel for work like this, you usually or we usually stay close to the studio, because so that way you can walk to the studio in ten minutes or fifteen minutes, right? Life is much easier that way. You're not gonna depend on traffic. You're not gonna depend. You can. You know that you're gonna be on time for the classes. It's less stressing. So that usually, I try to find a place next to the studio. It's not especially the most popular part of town. Usually it's not a dangerous part. It has never happened. It was a dangerous part of town where we work. It's the studio. I mean, it's a yoga studio. Normal people go there. Normal people are going to like uh, rob a bank. Go, uh, you know, right, 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 right. right. So the, it's, 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 it's safe. It's, it's safe, but it's not like the, the touristy... It's not the fancy touristy It's, it's not, it's not like the touristy places that, that people would go exactly. to the straps or something. So you see something. a little bit more the flavor of yeah, the place. it's very true. And so sometimes people when we take an Uber or something, they're like, "What are you doing Why here? Why are you staying? Why here? are you in that this? Has, that they have asked us. Yeah. That. I mean, why so are you are staying you, here? Why, why are you, you staying not staying here? on the other side or, or something? Why are you staying in this area? And I'm like, as I teach, you know, we're coming for and work. We're, and we're coming from work for for work uh, or something. And that one, that, I remember that one time that we were in Seoul in Korea. And we were, well, I mean, we've been there many, many, the many, many, <laughs> many, many, going many to, times. It's going to Mars. <laughs> going to Korea is like going to Mars. No, I love it. I love it so much. I love it so much. I love, I love Korea so much. Anyway, but, um, but we were in this like really tall building uh-huh. and, and I remember that, but it was like just. In the suburbs. In the suburbs. Outside. Outside. Out, out way far. Yeah, really. Like one of those, like they really, have like seven buildings that are the same. Yeah, exactly. And you have to figure out which of the seven buildings is yours. The Exa- first time. Exactly. And yeah, you, you're like, one. oh, what is this? I, I don't know. I just, I'm getting lost and, and all that. Yeah. And we were just walking down, you know, I mean, I'm coming down in an elevator and outside the, the place, there were all these older women. I don't know how old they were because, you know, you cannot really tell, oh, yeah. but they were like, I, I would say like seven, yes, seventy or, or eighty. I don't know, but they look like like grandmas, right? Like all of if, them, all of them, and they were squatting on the ground, on the ground. and they had like this, you know, in like in, in a circle, like talking to each other or something. Like a picnic. <laughs> I don't know what they, <laughs> they were, were ha- hanging out there, and I'm like, oh my god, if I if I saw my grandma like that, I, I think I would I would pass out because yeah, it's just she it's fell. just so yeah, she would just you know have her hip replaced or something, <laughs> right? But and they looked at us like. What are who are these, these guys? Like, here? What are these guys? These people here? Like, what are these guys? And they, I, they, they were talking to each other. They're looking at us. I'm like, they saying, who the fuck are these guys? Like, what, <laughs> what are they doing here? You know, it just like, why are they lost? These idiots or something? You know, I, they must be lost, or, or I don't know. And, uh, and like we're like, hello, lost. hello. You know, we're just passing and just hello, we're like waving and saying, Usually they, they you know, see you with hello. And, and then they were like, ah, uh, what's up? What's yeah. up? But it, it's, it was just. You know, yeah, it was just very odd. Like, what are these people doing in, in this just neighborhood that nobody that is not from that area and from Seoul are actually live there? You know, yeah. it's just nobody. And we were just, hmm, just cruising by. Hi, what's up? It's us. We're here. You know, it's always it's, it's always like like that. It but it was it was just a really really funny so it's always a lot of stories i mean i could i could feel a whole podcast with uh, 
with the stories Korea. from 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 Korea. Ah, uh, yes, you don't. And we went to Korea, and we were kind of vegetarians that year. Oh my god, that was hard. It was, it was very. Well, I mean, why would you want to be kind of vegetarians? I mean, no. The problem, the thing is that I, we have I, this, I, I, this I've arranged in the schedule. I mean, I, we don't eat meat, but we eat fish now. Right? Yeah. Eating fish and traveling is much easier than not eating fish or meat, for example, when you go around. This is and true. It, seems, it sounds like a but you you have been, you, you have been more more vegan than I have. I've I've always I I never fully quitted. Um, I never I never quit um, yeah, fish. Still, a hundred percent. You know, so it was just you know it was more plant based. Yes, I mean you don't. But you, you know. assume that the restaurants or. I will find a place. It will not be no. I mean, you go to places. Very, that it's very difficult. The supermarkets exactly, very are difficult. like, oh my god. The, even, even with the Google Translator that you can do, and you like, it translates like crap. Yeah. And you're like, uh, what? What is this? And it doesn't even make sense. The words that they say yeah. in English, and it doesn't even make sense. So it's just, just really rough. And even what like some sometimes they speak some English, but there's something gets lost in translation. And one time we ended up. In, a, in an in an apartment that we thought we we're gonna be by our by ourselves, and the the hostess the hostess stayed w- actually stayed. I mean, we, she the hostess she had like a niece or something, yeah. and so the hostess left, but the niece stayed. stayed, and and you know our translator was trying to say, okay, it's not there's this one person that's gonna be here the whole time that you're here in this apartment. There's gonna be somebody else as well, and I'm like, oh, oh I shit. thought. That that person was going to be gone, and this is we have the whole apartment. So we ended up sharing the accommodation, which was large enough. Luckily, you know, that apartment was really, really large. But and you know, we never really understood because when we explained in English, they were just it was kind of it got, got lost, I mean, it, lost in translation. The person it said, was just really this is like my apartment or stuff like that. But we had come from Europe. We were in Oslo. And uh, the, the couple from that apartment, they came out of the apartment almost. They got in the car and they went to their uh, town, like the city or so. The, sorry. Country, country like house. country house or something. A country right? house or so something for, house, for, the, yeah, home, for the weekend or something. Weekend. So and we they, stayed and it was like their place in Oslo, right? Yeah. So I understood in my mind. My mind did a translation based on the past experience, right? That she was talking about the same thing. That she, this was her apartment, and that what I, I so I, I sent her emails like, don't worry, we'll take care of it. We are very careful with everything. Da, da, da. We travel a lot, and don't worry about. Da, da. But I we never exchanged words in a way that said, by the way, I'll be there the whole time too. It's like, ah. yeah. So it's just so like, like I said, it's just, it's just like it's a, it's an experience that the whole thing, yeah, and you you have to happen. adapt, and you have to. You know, it's just it's just the way it is, and you know, and you end up sleeping one day on a water mattress, or well, you know what. So it's just, it's just it's just the way it's just the way it is. It's it's just what it is. Um, so yeah. um, that's why that's why it is intelligent and wise to say let's just start small, yeah. and then and take your own pillow, and, and then and then I I'll keep on building up, and I'll keep on. Accumulating experiences and just see how it goes and less small risk and then uh, we'll keep on going. But yeah. you know, it was. Uh, on on the other hand, I I recommend that it. it's it's just it's fun and it it enriches your life and your practice so much to just know, you know, students' behavior and and uh, you know uh, the culture everything. It's and just it's really rich. It's it really forces rich. you to sharpen as a 
business person too, like as a, as a teacher, right? Yeah. You need to define what you're bringing to the world, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, you cannot just say, I am a yoga teacher and I am very nice and I have a lot to offer. You just define every single teacher in that town you want to go to. So mm -hmm. that is not going to make you stand apart. Somebody comes in and says, I only teach pre-natal teacher trainings. That's it. Or I only teach handstands. Or I only teach high-intensity things with purple lights. I don't know. I mean, making shit up. Right. But this is the one thing that I do that you're not going to find in that town. Right? It can sound funny or strange or new or specific or whatever that is, but this is the one thing I do. It Having in your mind the goal of a traveling workshop is going to force you to develop much clearly, like, what is your niche? What is that specialization? What if, what if you teach like a, like a style, like a shtanga or like a vinyasa style or something or Bikram or something that it is also... Ashtanga teachers there in that city or Bikram teachers in that city or Vinyasa flow teachers in that city. Um, you know, because you're talking about, you know, like define yourself, what, what you do that is unique, et cetera, et cetera. Ashtanga so, is its own world. Because Ashtanga, they have the CVs, they have the certifications, they have the, you know. So if somebody has like certified in third, the third series, in the fourth series, in whatever thing, right? so they know each other and they bring each other. So that, that is a part, that is own world, how Ashtanga does it. But if you do vinyasa, right, or hatha, what exactly is making you different from every other vinyasa or hatha teacher in the town? You need to answer the question. You need to answer that question. Hmm. Yeah. Like how you sequence differently. You, I don't know, the, you have the music really loud and it's like an experience, like a... Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know, disco kind of yoga in the 70s kind of experience. You have yoga and goats. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, right, no, no. I, 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 I see what you're saying. Like, you define yourself. You need to define yourself. More, you know, even if you have all the teachers in that city that are supposedly, you know, on paper teaching the same mm -hmm. thing that you do, but uh, it's in your own benefit that you define what you do as accurately as possible yep. so that so that people because yeah i mean people may take a chance when you are teaching locally like okay i'm just gonna try this class or something something but they very unlikely they're going to take a gamble without you know knowing anything about you are they going to sign up for a workshop that is probably much more expensive you know and it's more time commitment uh, and it's kind also, of, it's difficult. It's difficult. I mean, we, we know we know of teachers, and we know the experience that you're a teacher and you teach in three studios at different times of the day, different days of the week. Right. One class is going very well; the other class is going poorly. Right. So, just going you as you and expecting, hoping that the that studio experience, that workshop in that place, will work out. It's going to be as gamble as which of these three places that I go to during the week is going to work or not. Right. You don't know that. It's true. Right? So you cannot just go in saying, I just come in with myself and it's going to work out and give me a chance. I'm the, t the hosting studio and I say no. No. Because, I mean, how do I know that this chance is going to work out? 
it is time, it is effort, it is all kinds of things that investment that I have to make, right? And, th- and, there's, and there's, there's a ton of other teachers that will say the same thing. It's like, yeah, give me a chance to teach, exactly. blah, 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 I'm blah, blah, blah. blah. every teacher that I have in my studio. Why should I, shouldn't I give my, my own teachers the opportunity to teach a workshop and have the reputation also? Because it's like a reputation of teaching workshops and has, having something to say because in a workshop you spend more time explaining things and more specific and uh, value added and blah, 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 right? Right. So, what the heck are you bringing? What yeah. have you specialized on? What have you read and practiced and tested? And you know right. a ton out of it. You can talk yeah. about it. You can demo the about it. You can yeah. transmit. Mm-hmm. You can answer questions about it. You can so many things. So, so what is that bloody thing? Mm-hmm. Decide that bloody thing. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree with, with that. Yes, it's, it's, it's important. It's going to definitely put you so much more ahead you know it's a very good goal to have yeah, i think for sure for sure great 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 excellent all right it was a good talk as usual uh thank you guys for listening um we are carmen and moises yeah. yoga burn so i'll see you see you in the next one okay see you in the next one bye bye bye